Sports Betting Weekly, sponsored by EasySportsData.com. The books use data, shouldn't you too? And this is Easy Sports Data, like the preschoolers use. EasySportsData.com. I went here and I went there. Now what? Sports Betting Weekly. What a wee! Here we go. Money talk. You should also check out sportsbettinglessons.com. You'll learn some old tricks because sometimes how you bet is more important than who you bet. Sportsbettinglessons.com. Let's just do it. Let's meet this thing head on. And you were you were in it to win it. Talk about an education. Sports betting weekly. Wow, winning. Sports betting weekly. Sit back and enjoy the show. So far, so good. The week is going good. Just doing some more analyzing, keeping those trends and stats for uh, Major League Baseball going. Uh, NBA, we're kind of tailing off on NBA. Going to really start focusing more on the playoffs once that happens. Um, but yeah, so far, good week so far. We have talked about that and, and specifically the fringe teams. So you got the guys up top that they're in, and, and there's a good chance a lot of them maybe even their position won't change. And then there's guys at the bottom with they're planning their golf outings. And it's those guys in the middle, a handful of teams, that you're going to see 100% every night. But you don't always see 100%. You saw it with that Yankee clip for the guy walking down the first base. These guys, you know, they're playing 82 games. And even if they're taking nights off uh, throughout the season, it's a grind. I mean, you know, I do the show once a week. It's a grind. I imagine 82 games is a grind, John. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like you said, you know, these players are human just like everybody else. So that comes into the factor and, you you know, the motivation. And just like you said, how these teams are kind of jockeying for a certain position spots. And, you know, unfortunately, there's probably a lot of players who on those lower seeds teams. All right. So let's start. Well, you know, I got in front of me, I got the NHL board, the NBA board and the MLB. Now, right now, I am 100 percent. That's like kind of why you said. You, you, you have to focus on those teams that really have something more to play for this time of the year. Yep. So right now I have on, on my screen, I got the NHL board, the NBA board, and the MLB board. Now for me, 100% of my focus is the easy sports data. And that's because, as I, you, know, you guys know, it takes a lot of work to put the easy sports data together. And that's before handicapping. But the key is, once you get all that data in front of you, it makes the handicapping easier. So we started the day with uh, Arizona. We had them, and we watched as they almost gave that game away twice. But what a crazy game that was. We had the over for team total for Cleveland. It's three and a half and one and a half. So remember, my philosophy, John, is if I like them, why wouldn't I like them early? And sure enough, we cashed in the first inning. We cashed that. Now, 
What we have done normally, we would keep adding on that when they scored. I don't even know how they scored because I didn't, I, you know, it was a, I have a show, so I didn't look. But yeah. so it was three and a half for the game. The only downside is, of course, they're in the bottom of the uh, sixth inning, but they're the, they're the home team. The home teams don't bat. So when you got team totals on overs on home teams, you know, got to hope they get it early because by the end, they're just looking to bring in their closer and go home with a W, you know? That, that's exactly right, especially kind of this time of the year where, uh, you know, starting pitchers on a pitch count. A lot of these guys are very well vested into their middle relief and their bullpen rotation. And just like you said, seventh, eighth, ninth inning, you know, they're kind of bringing in their closers to close out the game. And then obviously the whole teams, they don't get the advantage if they're up, you know, if they're winning the game to get that bottom half. And you, so, don't, you, know, you don't think about it, but that's one ninth. Well, if one tenth is 10%, one ninth is more than 10%. So it's more than 10% of the game you lose. So it's, it's really a, a play. So let's look at then the NHL now. Your NHL plays are always excellent. And you you and Wes, of course, his name is Blackhawk Wes. And though he's not here tonight, he's here in spirit. And I think he actually gave out a play or two. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to find that on the text. But let's ask you, John, did you do any NHL so far today? Uh, no NHL for me today. I'm on a little bit of MLB and uh, NBA uh, today. So no NHL for me. All right, so let's read Wes's NHL. It says. Sounds good. Not touching Islanders' cast, but he likes Florida money line against the Canes, and if they're up one nothing. Yeah, they got up. And he yep, likes St. Louis money line against the goalie making his second start of the year for the Avs, and that must be a later game, right? If it's at Colorado. Yeah, I, I think Colorado might be on the road for this one. I'm not. Yeah, sure it is. It's it, but it, it doesn't start. Well, actually, it's it's just starting now. It's just starting now. So so we're gonna look at these boards, and this is what we do. Okay. It's 8.04 in New York. If, if where you are now, it's 8.04 in New York. So you could be anywhere you want, but if it's 8.04 in New York, you're watching this live. And what I told you is how we win every week is we say, okay, what's happening right now? Find an opportunity to play. So what do you got to have? Well, yeah, you got to have WWRSN. You have the Worldwide Sports Radio Network on. You got to have that. You got to be watching us. You got to be paying attention. And you got to have an account. You got to either be in the book now. John, well, at least... Uh, once things are rock and roll, pretty much almost every week you're going to call from the book as long as it's not too noisy, right? Yeah, yeah. That's usually sure. where you are. Yeah, yeah. That's all right, so so let's right let's look. These are games are all in the second period. Now, I, I sent you guys a stat. Though I don't play, I'm a stat guy. It was like 20-5 and five in the last 25 games in the NHL for the last three or four days. The second period has had two goals or over. Well, all these are going into the second period, so I'm thinking – Let's, let's look at some of these games and tell me what you think. Well, the Toronto-Winnipeg game, they've already scored five. So if you had the over in that game, good luck for you. I may not come back with that second period, but with Carolina-Florida, now remember, we're doing this without watching these games, which really isn't a smart thing to do. But what I know is I know John and Wes know their hockey, so I know that I could do that. I could, I could do that if I have to. All right, so um, let's do Carolina-Florida. That's the game he, he has Florida, but they only scored one. What do you think about me doing a, a money line uh, second half over or second period over on that bet? Lost you there. Uh, you got me now? Up. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, so now I'm, looking at, I'm yeah. looking at yeah. live betting. I'm going to the NHL, and I'm looking at that Florida game because I know those are good teams, right? 
Yeah, Carolina, those are very, teams. very, very good teams there. They're on top of the of their so-called division conference. How they align those three divisions, and you would think, okay, so uh, we got Florida up one. Florida was technically the underdog, but you would have to think that you're going to see some goals coming here in the second period. So I, I actually like that play for that game too. These are very good teams, very, very good scoring teams. So all right, so it's it's not open yet, and that's the other thing yeah. about live action. It just opened. Uh, oh, they scored already. They scored 16 oh, seconds into the second period. So so we were there, you know. Uh, yeah. Would I, will I come back with it? You know, I'm going to have to see what two and a half is. Now, two and a half is minus 160, so I'm not coming back. But that's yeah. well, that's really how quick live action is. Now, yeah. I'm a little behind because I'm not using ESPN or NHL.com because sometimes they'll play commercials and you can hear them on the show. So I'm, I'm yeah. using a, a site, another site. So let's go with the Rangers. Now, the Rangers have been scoring a ton of points. That's a, points every game. that's a six and a half over, and they only have one. So let's look at it because the six, <clears throat> six and a half is on the high end, isn't it? Six and a half is a little bit on the high end for hockey. You normally see them, I would say, anywhere from five, five and a half to six. Uh, very rare that you see a, a six and a half and, and a seven. Very, very rare that you would see these high numbers for totals. In NHL, but you know that old saying: if it's high, it's got to be for a reason, right? So. Well, yeah, and and we've talked about that. You know, I have a philosophy from the number standpoint because I know how Las Vegas works. They can't mm-hmm. make it seven or seven and a half because it, it'll adjust. Everybody the lines. would everybody would slam the other it'll side. It'll adjust of that. the they, lines but, exactly. Now I got to yeah, get some water. Yeah. dying here. But one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to hop on that at minus one seventy eight. What do you think? I, I like that. I mean, if they only scored one and Vegas set the line at six, you would have to imagine that there's got to be some goals scored here soon, right? Because normally we know Vegas, they're pretty good. We're getting these lines awfully close to how it is. So you got to think the law of averages where we only have one, you got to think we're going to see some uh, goals pop off here pretty soon. And then the other game I would look at is uh, Columbus-Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is down. That, that to me seems like an opportunity. Yeah, Tampa Bay is down. I think Tampa Bay was at home, too, if I remember correctly, uh, just glancing over them. And, and, I, and I think they might have lost the last game as well. So this is an opportunity where Tampa Bay, we all know who Tampa Bay is. They, they were probably getting a minus 200 and more during this game. So this is an opportunity where if you waited, now you can get them probably with some plus money going in. Well, actually, you, no, you know. no, it's not. It's a minus number. It's a minus seven, uh, minus 113. Oh, okay. Minus 113. But we're going to do the same thing, too. We're going to take the total um, in that second period also over one and a half. That is a plus number. Yep. I, I like that. Tampa number. Bay scores a lot of goals, and they can score quick. You know, well, we've had once they, once they get one, they, 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 they can have get two, three, three or goals. four really, boom. really quick. Boom, boom. And remember, yep. <clears throat> that's part of the, what we do with our Sports Betting Weekly Cash Tickets page. We have this page where you could join us, and, and really – how many times, John, in the course of a week will we see boom, which means a wager one that we've really placed recently? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, if you've been watching the, the podcast the last couple of weeks, uh, I know we took a little break the week, no, two weeks ago, but before that, we were 6-1. and one. Last week, I think Wes, when he gave out, I think we cashed two plays live on air. Oh, he had at least a, a couple of 15, more after minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, and then we kept kind of piling on to that, so – that's a case where we cashed two or three tickets within 20, 30 minutes live on air. And then we still had a couple more that we cashed out after we got off too. So, yeah. 
All right, so for, for a second there, I saw uh, Dan from Belly Up Fantasy. He's going to be joining us from Belly Up Sports. But for now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to slide over into the uh, baseball. And I'm going, to look at, I'm going to look at some of this easy sports data and tell you what I've got for tonight. So I, I already told you the games that I have with uh, the early games. Seattle game has started now, and they still are scoreless. So we're going to sit tight on that one. But the over on that game is 9.5, and, and right now it's one nothing in the third. So there's going to be some live action there. It's just a matter of what it's on. Uh, Mets in Chicago, I have no opinion on that game. There was no data, and the Angels are starting now. The Miami and San Francisco. So I have the Angels already mm-hmm. over. And I have the Angels team total over. So in an hour, when we're about to get off the air for the loudmouths, what will happen is I'll check that, and I might double down on that one. The same thing tonight. The Dodgers are going at 7-10. Now, we all know what a great series they had, uh, the Padres and the Dodgers. They're playing again tonight. But then in between, Milwaukee came in here and swept the Padres. So it'll be interesting Mm -hmm. to see. I really think that the home bats, the Dodgers did not score in that series. Don't get me wrong, Padres got good pitching, but the Dodgers bats hit anybody pretty much. I think some home cooking is all they need. I'm looking for a team total early in that way, and that one to be a, a casher for us. So, so that's where we're at. Now, I've got a couple things to, to, to say, but I'm going to have John uh, tell us uh, right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheat. I'm going to go ahead on the sheet because I need to get a drink of water because I'm dying here. All right, my, note, my question right. for you is next week is the Derby, okay? Yeah, pretty big deal. What though for you, John from GMF Sports Consultants? Oh, you know what I got to do? Let me put before I let you answer the question. Let's get our banner on there. All right, there so we go. check out John on Instagram. There we go. No, there we go. Nice for you. What's your favorite annual sporting event and why? Uh that's that's tough. Okay, okay. So I would kind of split it in two. I would say sporting event would probably be Super Bowl. I, I think that would you could probably put that in majority of people's uh, top sporting event. And, and then I would also go, even though this is kind of uh, it takes apart during several weeks, would be the March Madness tournament. For me, those are my top two kind of sort of my Christmas, you know, day revelation of opening presents in the gambling world. That would be where I'm like a little kid, you know, for Super Bowl and, and for March Madness. Yeah, specifically they, 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 both, they both stand alone. Uh, the, you know, there's yeah. no wrong answer, of course, but they both stand alone in terms of uh, being special. Like you said, the thing about March Madness, and and look how one. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, yes, I had Baylor. Yes, <laughs> I gave it out to my sister, and she won her company pool. She was the only girl in the pool, and she won it all. Yes, I had the exact <laughs> amount of points they scored in the game, exactly to to the penny. Yep. But it was still special. And the reason is because of the fact that we didn't have it. And I think we thought it was special, but when they took it away from it, well, they didn't take it away. When we lost it for a year, we realized, John, how special those weeks are. Oh, oh, definitely. That was, that was obviously with everything going on in the world back then. And then, you know, just not having college basketball. I think when it came back, you know, this March, I think everybody kind of realized what, uh, uh, I don't want to say a precious moment, but what just a great time in sports that is to see these young kids. You, you know, these are college kids. These are 18, 19 year old kids playing on the biggest platform in front of everybody for this. So it's really great to see that, you, you know, because you get so much emotion from the players, from the coaches. And, and it's just great to have that. 
All right, so I'm going to get you in charge of highlights. So what are you looking at for us? You're going to highlight us on NHL because we have two plays going, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got we got the Rangers uh, right, and then uh, I think we doubled back on Panthers too for the second set. No, I no, got, I, think I, we went, we, I think I went with the over in the Carolina Florida for the second period. Second period, right. yeah, yeah. And then second I went period, with correct. Tampa Bay for the game, mm -hmm. and over in that game for the second period. Over in the second period for that one, yeah. So where do we stand? Any any luck so far? I, I have not seen any update here lately. I'm going to switch over to my uh, NHL network that I got watching, and we'll kind of peep in on that action yeah, there. I was I'm watching the, you, the Yankees game there. Just remember, no. don't show it on the screen. They have oh yeah, yeah they have no, eyeballs no, everywhere. It's amazing. Oh it? yeah, nope, nope. I'm, I'm keeping them in front of me. We won't put them on the screen, so we don't want to violate the rules. Exactly. So, well, my, yeah, mine. Yeah. Of course, everybody knows that knows me. Mine is the Derby. I mean. I, I have uh, – I just started the data. I have the entire Kentucky Derby data from 2007, every single year. I keep the spreadsheet. I'll start doing nice. some social media on that. But I've hit the last five winners in a row, including two exactas and a trifecta. However, two of the years, I didn't win any money because I don't normally bet to win. And so what happened is I keyed a horse on top, and I had him with like three hundred dollars worth of pieces. And if I had just bet three hundred dollars on him, I would have won like four to one, because no. the you know the favorites were winning. Um, all right, so uh, I'm gonna hop on the baseball and check out baseball real quick. Yeah, we still got one one. I just seen the score for uh, the Panthers Hurricanes still one one. Uh, just to kind of touch well, no, base it was, on it was one nothing. Well, we bet that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Again, no, no. They had just they scored. scored. That's right. They had, they we didn't bet right it because they had just scored. Period, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so that's 1-1-1. Yeah. One, one, one. And, and just to kind of touch base on the on the West pick that he gave out, St. Louis Blues just scored. Um, so they're up one nothing, And that was kind of a pick that uh, West threw out on the thread. Well, we mentioned uh, it. Cause it, and it yeah, you, so, yeah. If you they just it scored. The they just scored. It, it had started just as we came on the air. So Yeah, and that's yeah they scored within the first three minutes, four minutes. So. Remember in the old days, you would get shut out, and you'd be, you'd be so mad because what's the number one rule? If you get shut out because you didn't get there on time, for whatever mm -hmm. reason, that pick's going to win. Oh, you already know that's going to win. Yeah, yeah, and then you're going to watch it in disgust, and you're going to be mad the whole night because you couldn't get it in. That's the worst thing when you get to that window, and they yeah. say, sorry, you know, game picked off already. Not, not anymore, because you just hop yeah. over to live action, and, and so often there's a little bit of a delay. So the very beginning mm -hmm. of the game, sometimes you can't get live plays in. So if they take the opening kickoff back or, you know, if a guy gets hurt in the NBA in the first play or, or somebody scores yeah. a quick goal, any of those things happen. Yeah, well, you're not. You're going to be out of luck. But normally they don't, of course. And then you can mm -hmm. hop on it right away. And sometimes it works out to your advantage because a team that you like, and tonight that team would be the, in hockey. That was an excellent example that you gave. Yep. When we're dealing with a team like Tampa Bay that's minus 250 and they go down one nothing, now we're getting them at minus 113. So we're going to win the same amount of 100. But now I got another hundred. It's like I won one hundred thirty dollars. Since you look at it, right? Yeah, exactly. You're you're just improving your odds. You're getting your money in, and your return into investment is greater. And as as a sports better, that's really what you want to do long term: is put your money at the right places at the right odds to make sure that you're maximizing what, whatever it can be those payouts because that's going to help out in the long run. No doubt about it. All right, so we're going to go back to baseball. So <clears throat> with the 
Cleveland game, it's still 3-3. Now they're going into the bottom of six. We need one run there. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think I'm going to hop on it, but I'm going to check just for the heck of it. I'm going to check what the live action right now is on the team total for those same Indians to go over. All right, so we're going to welcome here in just a second Dan from the D.C.'s and Belly Up Fantasy. But first, I just want to check on that Cleveland team total over and see how much it's moved. And it is now at four and a half. So we got it at three and a half. So that's not bad. We got a whole run to work with. Hey, Dan, thanks for, for joining us. Hey, Chaz, thanks for having me on, man. The coolest present they'll open that day guaranteed is, of course, a sponsor for the weekly contest on Belly Up Fantasy. Well, we've been shipping footballs to the winners, and we don't have a problem. Then Dan starts going on a tear and winning, so we're finding charities. But (laughs) here's the date. On Thursday, June 3rd, Championship footballs will be in Houston for the TriStar Productions autograph show. We will have a booth, and we are doing this show live from Houston, Texas. We don't know where, but the reason I'm telling you now is because I need Dan to run the board so I can just call into my own show as a guest from Houston. <laughs> so I know you Anytime, got, Chad. Well, I know you got family and stuff, but I also know that you could do it real easy, you know, because you know what you're doing. I wouldn't have to teach you anything. You could probably teach me a trick or two. But, uh, yeah, so we're pretty excited about that. As you know, collectible shows, card shows, they're really not a good social distancing platform. (laughs) You get you're uh, 400 people in a VFW that holds 128. It's not a good way to keep saying. But tomorrow morning, just so you know, I will go to Walgreens, and I'm getting a second needle. They've already given me one needle. I'm getting another needle. I don't like needles, so what I'll do is I'll look away and I'll hum so I don't hear anything. But um, so I'm I'm ready to go to Houston. We're really excited about it. We're gonna have some some great signings. And the the other reason I brought it up, Dan, we're gonna have a lot more inventory. Though the Baylor basketballs won't be ready till August sometime. Between now and Houston, we're gonna have for the first time ever five-time Super Bowl champion Dallas Cowboys souvenir footballs. Pretty nice. excited about that. To take to Houston, you would think that's a good thing, right? Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, well, well you know, the, the, those Dallas fans are everywhere. I mean, that's the one thing. For a team that hasn't won a Super Bowl in 45,000 years, they sure have a, <laughs> they sure have a rabid fan base, don't they? <laughs> Who are you telling? I live in the Northeast, right in between Philadelphia and New York City. There might be more Dallas fans than there are Giant or Eagle yeah, fans or anything crazy. else. And, and again, I understood because when I was growing up, the – Cowboys in the 49ers games, the Cowboys in the Packers games, they were incredible football. Mm-hmm. And that was who won the Super Bowl usually that year. But um, it's been such a long time, and they just keep – they just swallow Jerry's juice, basically. <laughs> That's what they're doing. All right, so uh, let's talk to Dan. Dan, next Friday is when we, we start seeing you guys covering the draft? Thursday. Thursday. Uh, yeah, it's going to be thurs- Thursday and Friday. So we'll be on at 7.30, about a half hour before the NFL draft kicks off. Chaz, you're going to be on with us for that first half hour. And what's going to be unique, uh, what I hope will be you know, accepted by everybody and make everybody excited and everything like that, is we're going to be doing pick betting analysis along with fantasy football and general football analysis all throughout the night. 
between Thursday and Friday, we're going to have 50 different guests on. Every five picks, we're going to have two to three different guests uh, to come on that. So the idea is hopefully, like, whether you're playing in Dynasty Leagues, we'll be able to give you a lot of great fantasy football information. Whether you are waiting for your favorite team to pick, we'll be able to break them down depending upon what draft pick they select, if it's smart or stupid. We'll see. So what, what you were saying is you're going to be covered from every single angle. Exactly, exactly. So hopefully it'll be a very interactive for anybody who's going to be tuning in during Thursday and then again on Friday. So we'll be back Friday at 630 because the draft starts at 7 o'clock for the second you know, second and third round, and we'll be streaming all the way through. It's commercial-free, and we'll be going all throughout the night. The only thing we're not covering is around 4 through 7 because I won't be around that Saturday. Maybe that's something we'll do next year. But for the first, first year, I'm looking for, I think it's a good stepping point to do the first three rounds, and we'll see how this thing goes. But I expect it to be a big event. All right, so let's talk to you about you. How big of a draft have you always been a draft fan? Yeah, I've, I've even before I started doing shows, I, I was always the guy who wanted to watch tape. I wanted to see who was coming up, uh, you know, whether it was from a 49er fan perspective or a fantasy football perspective, whatever, whatever the case may be. I always found myself watching tape, and that probably goes back to my, my football days where I'm just I know how to watch film. It's something I've always done. I've always liked to do. Uh, so I've just kind of con- ter- uh, continued that on and just breaking down guys and having an idea of, you know, when these guys get selected, how are they going to fit? I don't, the, the talent is always there. Whether a guy's going to be good or a bust, it's neither here nor there to me. It's I want to know what is your skill type so I know what you're going to fit when someone drafts you because that's more important than anything else, and I find that fascinating. So what is uh, the top two things from the first round that you're excited to see? Well, the top thing will be seeing where these quarterbacks go because uh, there's all this hype around these guys. Could you know? Could we have the first time ever where we have five quarterbacks taken in the first five picks? Is certainly a possibility depending on who trades up. But also knowing that out of those five quarterbacks, two to three of them are going to probably be busts. So again, it goes back to kind of like that fit thing where I'm kind of looking forward to see where these guys go and then projecting along with that. And then the other aspect of it, of course, because my show, the MD's Fantasy Football Show, we, we, we harp on fantasy football, is figuring out who are these values going to be? What rookies are going to have 2021 value or what rookies do we think are going to be more valuable from a dynasty standpoint and kind of breaking that all down? Uh, the one thing that strikes me about this draft class in particular, it's very top-heavy. No matter what position you look at, it's very top-heavy. It's actually not a strong class once you get past the third round. Once you start getting into those bottom tier guys, the guys who are going to fill out your special teams, it's not as good of a skill set. So it's going to be very dependent upon who hits in that top heavy part of the draft this year. Remind me, because I am not a draft guy. I repeat, I am not a draft guy. I barely watch the Heisman, to be honest with you, because I like football games. And the other stuff around football is great, but it doesn't do anything for me. However, I'm pretty sure they've changed the way the draft is since I've really watched it. And this would be a year that I'm going to watch it because I'm going to talk about it with you guys. Remind me, how does it work? The first day is what round, the second day, and how's it go? So, I mean, it used to be it was all in two days. But now, now you have Thursday night primetime television. It's just the first round. Each pick is, you know, 10 minutes each. Unless there's a trade, then it might be another 10 minutes on top of that. So it could be a 20-minute thing. Uh, And then Friday night is the second and third round. Saturday which will be during the afternoon, I believe. It'll be you know rounds four through seven. So it's a three-day event now, basically, uh, for the NFL draft. Yeah, and, and that 
that's the thing because it's a big deal where they have it. Remember, just like anything, when the NFL comes to town, they bring some money with it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be in Cleveland this year, uh, which I think is great because uh, you know those guys need a big event. Uh, it should be in Cleveland. It's where football, you know, basically right down the street from where football started. So it should be there. And I'm glad that they've decided to move the NFL draft event around because for the longest time it was always in Radio City, New York, and it didn't move around. So I'm glad it's turned into what it is. Uh, it gives you kind of like that football in the spring feel. So it makes guys like me really excited. Yeah, and they, I'm, uh, they travel. I'm waiting for them to come back to Vegas. Yeah, we got, well, they, we did, got they zip, did that. We got zipped out of the year. So, they yeah, did that, and, yeah. and right that. before the pandemic. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you right now that when they go back to Vegas, I'm going to be on the first plane out because that's where I really want to go, go visit along uh, with the NFL draft. Let me know, man. Well, I'll be here. I can't wait. I was so excited. And obviously with everything that happened, they shut it down. But uh, I was planning for that, you know, just to have the whole experience and everything that they do with the draft, you know, just as a fan standpoint, not only being able to possibly watch it live, you know, in front of you was just great. So I, I, guys, I think they, I think they rescheduled it. I think for Vegas, I'm not sure next year or the year, year after, but I heard. Yeah, I did double check. I think it's, yeah. it's either 2022 or 2023 where they 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 want to go back out there because they want to go, yeah. you know, go open up the new stadium. The new stadium. Yeah. Well, that was, me, that was the you luck, guys got right? twice. That was yeah. why they were doing it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and they got yep. they got gypped twice because not only they didn't get to enjoy the new stadium in the first year at all, but you also lose out in the draft. So I do think it'll be it'll be soon. And I can't I can't wait. I that's that's the place I'm gonna have on my my bucket list to make sure I, I gotta go see a game in that Vegas stadium because it looks gorgeous. All right, we got an update, a live action update. we we are we're gonna make the, the move. We're hopping on the Seattle team total over. We got it over for the game. They haven't scored. We're going into the fourth inning and they went down to two and a half. So we, we've got it at plus 111 at two and a half. So I'm going to have a, I'm going to, I'm going to talk a couple more things to, to about Dan, about the draft. While I'm doing that, John, if you could get us uh, some updates on the NHL scores, would you do that for me? Uh, yeah, Dan, all right. So when we start, <clears throat> we're going to be starting right before the first pick, right? A half hour before. Yeah. Right. And, and so in terms of betting those picks, how often have you actually bet who's going to draw, who's going to draft who? I, I've been doing it for the last two years now, so basically it gives a nice wide variety of options. Now, in this case, in this draft, it's not going to be worth betting until you get to the 49ers pick at three because it's already pretty much locked in what one and two are going to do for the most part. But at three, you got some variation there. I believe it, with all the talk about Mac Jones, Justin Fields is at plus 160 with the best or not the best odds, but the lowest odds, actually. And you have Mac Jones there at plus 180 with uh, Trey Lance at plus 300. It's going to be one of those three players. So that's going to be an interesting one to talk about there. Um, and then when you get further in, like Atlanta at four, which could be a prime trade back target, you also get pretty good odds if you want to bet on it being a trade uh, in that spot. So you, so, could, actually, you could make that wager. Uh, will they, this team trade their pick? Yeah, well, what it'll do is it'll come up at that slot. So, like, let's say, you know, first round pick four, will it be this player, this player, this player, or do you think they're going to trade kind of deal? And you'll have the odds set on that. So, so we'll be able to go through props. all that. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited because I've, I've not done it before. And really, I, you know, Dan, you haven't known me that long. John's known me a little bit longer. But the guys that know me a while, they know, they, you know, I'll set my alarm to get up and bet on something. I have no problem. <laughs> When, when Paolo and I, and I talked to Paolo this week, we're going to get him on the show. When Paolo and I went through COVID together, it was me, Paolo, 
four horse racing tracks in three countries that were run by brutal dictatorships having soccer matches. And that's what Sports Betting Weekly was. And I was set by alarm because over in England, it's three in the morning here, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's insane, the the time difference there. So, yeah, you're you're more dedicated than I am, Chaz, when it comes to making sure you got something to bet on. And the only downside of, about San Diego is, is that early hour because you, you really have to do the handicapping at night. And when, when he, I do heavy handicapping, so it's a lot of reading. So you get tired. And with, with MLB, to have it ready for today, I was up last night, and I got all the scores in, and then I forget who it was, but somebody scored a couple in the bottom of the ninth to win the game. It was a walk-off. I think it was Seattle. Could have been Seattle. I don't know. But anyway, um, so I had to go back and change all the numbers because I had already run the report. So, <laughs> so that's the uh, that's the, the downside of uh, San Diego's the bomb, but the downside is the sports start really, really early out here. All right. Oh, so yeah, I believe we're it. Last this. night I was up late actually watching the uh, the Denver-Portland game, and I'm glad I put the, put some money on Denver in the fourth quarter to pull it out. Well, yeah, yeah, and that's, that's the beauty of the – those later games is there's really nothing else on. There's only a handful of late, late games. So yeah. you, you can find live action opportunities because most of them are on. You can watch it somewhere. All right, so we're going to ask, Dan, can you stay more? Sure. All right, so I'm going to um, – I, I sit out here. I'm going to put on the new banner, and the new banner says if you join, uh, join Dan on Twitter at BellyUpMDFFShow, right? Plus, yeah. they can win a national championship football – from your show Saturday nights if they go on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network at 6.30 California time, 9.30 New York time, and they enter the contest, they can win one of those, right? That's kind of how it works. They can. If you can actually beat me, I wound up winning again this past week. Guys got to beat the host. I have said that in the past. Um, I, I did. I did. You can find it because every single one of our shows is at sports bettingweekly.com somewhere i said i was surprised you didn't win every week you're so good and guess what i was right <laughs> all right when we get back when we get back we don't know what we're going to do we're going to check live action john's get us uh, some updates on the uh nhl games that we have and uh, you're listening to sports betting weekly it's the worldwide sports radio network Sports Betting Weekly. You keep lying when you ought to be truthing. And you keep losing when you ought to not bet. Sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Sports Betting Weekly. I am second half Chaz. We have with us Dan from Belly Up Sports Fantasy. The DC shows that I visit on Saturdays, we got John from GF Sports Consultants, and we're going to go right out to John because it looks like um, I didn't get another goal. We did get that second goal in the Carolina second period. John, Correct. We, we, we were just, yeah, we we, we were got the second away. one. Carolina's up uh, two to one, and then we got Tampa Bay tied it up as well. So the Lightning uh, tied it up. Uh, guys who jumped in on that got a little bit better odds before right. pregame. It was yep. minus two fifty, and we got it at minus one thirteen. So that's not that's bad. a big that's a big difference, big okay. big difference. All right, so let's see how we're doing with our baseball. Cleveland still hasn't scored. It's three three though. That's the beauty because as of right now we're going to get that bottom of the ninth back. And, and Dan, what we were talking about is when you're betting team totals in baseball and you're betting the home team, you could lose eleven percent of your bats if they win the game and they don't need to play in the ninth inning, you know? 
Yeah, exactly. And you close it out in the top of the ninth inning, game's all over. And so we're waiting for another half a run there, and we are looking at the Seattle game. Again, Boston is up two to nothing now. When I have the other team and they're the visitor, I don't mind if they're down eight to nothing. As long as I get them to score, just keep scoring. Uh, so what we're looking at is uh, will we make any plays, in, any more plays in hockey? I think we're going to sit tight. I have, uh, what do we've got? We've got uh, Seattle over two and a half in live action, Tampa Bay in live action, um, and the Rangers Phillies. We did bet that second period over. What happened with that one, John? Uh, I think it was still one nothing. I, I don't think they got uh, anything going in the second period. No, it doesn't look like they scored. Yeah, right. yeah it doesn't look like they scored. Yeah, and, and I, and I think they were getting close to All the right, end one, on that one, one too. It's one, one. Yep. Let's see here. There's oh, they must have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, must have tied it so up, so then two, that means we got, means we got one. Here. Yep. we got two minutes. But I, I, I've told you before when we talk on Saturdays, Dan, that we just – we don't – I don't do any handicapping on this show. I come in, in – baseball, now I'm doing baseball. But up to that point, I was just asking a guy that's got – his last name is consultant, and another guy's last name is investing. I ask him what <laughs> they like and what we're doing, and so many times – they do. They get. They catch a break where the other team scores first, and and the line drops like from two fifty to one thirteen. And if you didn't bet it, now you bet it. It's like you made one hundred thirty dollars if they lose. That's the way I look at it, because that's what it saved me. Not that I would always go in and play minus two fifties, because that, you know that's a pretty steep number. Minus two fifties are supposed to win, but they have to win like at eighty percent for you to make money, and eh, sometimes they don't win. You know. Right. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've been notorious for that. And, and, and the main uh, category would be hockey and the Knights because sometimes the Knights go down quicker and I'm able to get them at a discount. I think we actually were able to do that twice last night against San Jose and they wind up coming back and winning that game. So And, and, and it's, it, it's, it's really not a good habit if you want to win things. But it, it, it's obviously a habit now because you're texting us I'm betting the Knights, but I'm going to bet them again when they fall behind. <laughs> You're not even saying if anymore. You're saying yeah, when. not even. I'm not even saying if because I, I'm pretty sure just it, it's going to happen. And, and as soon as it does, you know, I, I missed the first one because they tied it up within a couple of minutes. But then they ha- it happened again, and I was able to jump on that. So get a little discount on that. No yeah, you want to talk about a third period team? The Golden Knights have been a third period team pretty much all season long, especially as of late. And that's, that's another beauty of San Diego is, is almost always that game is on. They're going to show me yeah. the Knights game. You know, they, they don't know nothing else they can show me. There's no hockey here. The, we, don't get, we don't get the Kings as much as you would think. We got a lot of Knights. All right, so I'm going to ask Dan the same question I asked John. Dan, next week is the Kentucky Derby. What is your favorite annual sporting event and why? My favorite annual sporting event is March Madness. It's not even close. Uh, the action that you can get from start to finish in that tournament, the, first of all, the amount of money you can win because of how many different ways you can bet and how many games you can bet on is beautiful. But also, I love the idea, especially being on the East Coast, because the one thing I don't get here on the East Coast that you guys do on the West Coast, I don't get to wake up in the morning and usually get to watch sports right away. I, I have to wait till 1 o'clock noon at the earliest. With March Madness, it's right there, 11 o'clock in the morning, and then it's all day long for especially that first weekend i uh, i love being able to just sit back and watch sports all day and wake up in the morning with my morning coffee and be like hey here we go because i'm always up late 
because I'm trying to stay up and watch these West Coast games, which are killing me half the time because they're starting at 10 o'clock over here. I got to stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning half the time. I remember growing up, and I was betting in high school. So we're talking the mid-70s. And I was a winner when I went to bed, and I was a loser when I woke up because it was a second-half flip. And that was back then you could bet the team that was going to win with the points and the over-under, and that was it. There was nothing else you could bet. There was no such thing as live action. It might, you might have been, of course, bet money line, but I'm talking about second-half action. So, as you know, in football, there are tales of two half games and where two different teams show up, it seems like. And, and there's nothing worse than getting on the bus, <laughs> thinking you were up 100 bucks and you're down 100 bucks. Because back then, it wasn't online, guys. Somebody was going to drive into my driveway in a black Cadillac, usually <laughs> during dinner. And I had to, I, you know, at one point I said, don't worry, Mom, it's just my drug dealer. <laughs> you don't want to get in trouble for gambling, you know. But uh, what are you going to do? All right, so. Yeah, and, and John had mentioned it was, it's the same thing. So let's talk about this weekend. As you know, we kind of use Thursday. I do anyways, my springboard into the weekend. I'll usually uh, take my money out that I won. And, and last week was nice. And I have, I was social media at one point. I have, I put the money in. I put in 90, I put in $100 and Bitcoin took some of my money, of course, because they always do. They take it when I get it. They take it when I give it back. I can't win. But. So I ended up with like $93, and by the end of the week, I had it up to like $470, just betting baseball and hopping on some of John's plays and some of Wes's plays. Uh, so, so on Thursday, I'm looking at the weekend. Let's start with Dan from Belly Up Fantasy Sports. Dan, what's, what are you, what's jumping out at you this weekend? Well, uh, this weekend in particular has been a little rough for me because I've been so focused on the NFL draft, uh, but... I'll always bet the NBA. I'm always going to bet the NBA. And the Lakers, with Anthony Davis coming back, not betting it tonight, but because Anthony Davis should be getting more and more minutes as we roll through here, the Lakers are still underdogs in a lot of these games because the way they've been playing. This is where you hop back on the bandwagon. And you're going to be able to win quite a few dollars. Like, even tonight, they're, they're at plus three. And I think that's actually a pretty decent bet. Uh, but Anthony Davis tonight might only play 20 minutes. By this weekend, he'll be up to 32. And if you're going to give me Anthony Davis plus 32 minutes and they have a nice schedule this weekend, I'm going to hop back on that bandway. So the Lakers in particular are somebody that's sticking out to me at the moment. Also betting against Toronto this weekend. Siakam has been pretty much sitting out every other game. Fred Van Fleet, we don't know when they're going to bother playing him. We don't know when they're going to bother playing Kyle Lowry at this point because they're in full tank mode. And they're trying to play these guys one at a time, if you've noticed. They'll play Siakam one time, and then they'll make him rest, and they'll bring Lowry back for one game, and then they'll make him rest just because they want these star players to play one game here and there, but never together because they don't want to try to actually win. The, the other night when they beat Brooklyn, that was a mistake. They didn't want to do that. It just happened that Brooklyn, because James Harden and KD went down, they were left with Kyrie Irving, so Toronto wound up winning that game, but that's not what Toronto's looking to do. So betting against Toronto right now is also another safe bet. Well, and, and just so you know, guys, if you're watching this show, this is the first time Dan's been on the show. And I've been doing the show for seven years, but I didn't know Dan. But I'll tell you right now, when I edit this, I will listen to what he says, and I will write it down because how many Saturdays have you guys given me winners, Dan? I mean, between you and Chris, when I Sunday, I just wake up, I have my little notes, and you know I write it down because you see me. I write it down, and then I bet what you say, and, and you win. You're a very, very good handicapper, man. 
Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Cause I'm actually, I'm very new to handicapping because uh, I've spent most of my time on radio, either doing general sports or fantasy football at DFS. And DFS kind of led the way into me wind up handicapping some games as well. Uh, so I'm new to it, but it has been a pretty successful run, especially when I have ideas to be able to bounce off of you, Chaz, and you're able to back me up with a lot of your data that you that you guys have. Yeah, no doubt about it. Okay, let's talk to John from GMF Sports Consultants. John, this weekend, what's uh, anything on your plate that's going to jump out at you? Uh, just uh, MLB. I'll kind of be amping up my MLB uh, plays here a little bit as we start seeing more data, more trends, more analytics coming in. Uh, obviously, you have Dodgers Padres matchup going on, um, so that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, uh, another thing too that I'll be keeping an eye on is I'm I'm a Yankee fan, born and raised in New York, and we all know the first what let's say three weeks, very young in the season, but I think the Yankee struggles have been pretty much taken over the news here because the Yankees are, got off to the worst start in whatever stat that you could throw up there. It's been years and years and years. So I'm interested to see uh, exactly what they do against the Indians and how they kind of climb out of this hole, so to speak, this early in the season. The Yankees uh, have not been playing well. Uh, obviously, they're not hitting. They have their issues on defense. And we could probably say, besides Cole, they have some serious, serious, serious questions at the starting pitching. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play out you know, from here on out. Speaking well, of, they just took a 5-3 lead. Yeah, they just took the lead. I was going to say the same thing. And the reason I'm paying attention to that game is I don't care if the Yankees win 6,430 points. <laughs> as long as Cleveland has four. As long as they get that four, right? And now <laughs> what I know I'm getting, it's guaranteed now that I'm going to yeah. get. They'll get that extra bat at the end. That's right. So, it's guaranteed. Yeah. So I'm going to mm-hmm. get that at last. The I'm not going to need it. And that's really my favorite part of live betting is winning, making the decision that I'm not betting anymore because, as you know, John, sometimes – what did I have the other day? I had nine plays on a game. Oh, it was that mm-hmm. easiest win ever, too. It was that over. It was Sunday night baseball. It was the over. So it was the last game I, of the day. I loaded yeah, up. Yeah, they scored it. all those runs in the first second. I had nine going into this game. And so, Dan, mm-hmm. normally what we'll do is as soon as we catch a break, we'll keep going on that over. So if it hits the number, we'll throw another small unit. And Wes has a formula, but it's like a, a quarter unit uh, – Half a unit, quarter unit, eighth of a unit. So no matter what happens, you're you're coming out ahead. But usually what will happen is you'll catch two, maybe three, sometimes all four of them. Well, I ended up with nine of them and hit every single bet. That's part of the reason I took that $93 up to four something is because <laughs> I, you know, the, first, the first bet of the day and the last bet of the day are real important, not only for your yep. bankroll, but for your attitude. Yeah, I mean, it's it's... it's the golden ticket, right? It's it's that little nugget that gets you going, gets you motivated, and makes you start to feel good, like you're heading down the right track. Yeah, I have to say, Chaz, I've learned so much from you when it comes to live betting, because that's not something when I when I started handicapping, it wasn't something that I did very often. And uh, being able to take tidbits from you, of being able to pound it, pound it. If you like something, pound it first quarter, pound it second quarter, pound it at the end of the game. That That's a great tip. Uh, that I've been able to take really advantage of since you've been coming on the DC's DFS Challenge Show on Saturday night. Yeah, I had a situation the other day where I hit two and a half, over two and a half. I hit it, and so I bet three and a half and four and a half. And sometimes they won't, as you know, with live action guys, you can only bet what they give you. Sometimes they'll give you mm-hmm. five, six numbers. Sometimes they don't. And so I could only bet, but I kept betting, and I ended up losing the last two. But I went five and two. So I was happy with five and two because 
if you don't bet those last two, you can't go 7-0. and You can only go 5-0. and and, and I always tell people the funnest time was when they postponed that hockey game up in Tahoe, made it go later in the day, and then the, the next night the Bruins were on, and, and we were texting the three of us, and between us, it, I think we cashed seven bets each. So it might have been more. Wes, Wes bets a little more hockey sometimes than, than I think uh, John does because John will spread it out. Yep. But Wes likes his hockey. But, yeah, so that that's the beauty of it. You can lose, but you know what? You, you can only win if you bet. And if you bet like that formula, which I love for him, you hit the first one, worst case scenario, you're getting your money back. And that's that's a beautiful thing. You could do that every day. You would go to the casino every day, right? I guarantee not to lose. Yeah, yeah. No doubt about it. All right, so what else? Let's see. We've got uh, Saturday night. I will be visiting you again. Will I not, Dan? Yes, this this Saturday night. We won't be on next Saturday night because I'm going to need a little bit of a break after that. But this Saturday well, night, we will be on. well for you because you could probably have some SCC issues with the Federal Communications, whatever that last C stands for, if you put me on the air Saturday night on Derby Day. Because <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I will be drunk really, really early. Understand, I was telling John, I've got the data from 2007. I've hit the last five for sure. I only went back five years. I was pretty giddy. I've hit uh, In that five years, it included all the winners, a trifecta, and one of the exactors. And in three of the years, I got zapped by that 50-1 to one that comes in second. That, and one of the years, actually, I counted as the winner, but they disqualified maximum security. So... Uh, it was turned out it wasn't a, a winner, but the the bottom line is it, it's it's my answer to that question, and I I would not I may not be awake by the time your show would go on if you were on that day. Never mind what my alcohol level would be. So. <laughs> well, I feel like you do, Chaz, when you come on the show on Saturday night because Thursday is my Saturday night. So Thursday, Thursday, I've been living it up already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll sometimes I'll sometimes. Um, I'll sometimes drink on Thursday night, depending. But normally, I, I don't drink from Sunday night at 5 o'clock till Friday night. And sometimes that's Friday afternoon. depends how my day goes. Because as you know, Dan, when you're working with video and editing these videos, it's not easy. It's hard. It takes a lot of work. So. And, and if you're, a lot of hand-eye coordination. Yeah, and if you're buzzed, it, oh, my God. It's so hard. I had one time, <laughs> remember, I, I, I don't know what I had. just deleted something. It took, I worked on it for an hour and a half. And then... It said, do you want to save it? I said, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and I hit delete, and it, it didn't save it. So, All right, so we got, we've got we got a handful of minutes left. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple things. Like I said, if, if, you were, if you were here earlier in the show, I already talked about it. Um, I really like the uh, Anaheim game with Houston, at Houston, to go over the, the, the line. So I, I bet that again, uh, but it's still 2 nothing. No, Houston. Houston has scored. Okay, so Houston scored. They're in the bottom of the second, so I've got the over there. And then, you know, you mentioned the, the Padres and the Dodgers. I'm coming back with that Dodger team total over. Let's uh, let's ask John, what do you think? Because they have not scored a lot in the last few days. Yeah, they, they have not scored a lot the last few days, so you kind of got to think they're obviously at home. And, you know, this Dodgers-Padres matchup is maybe a potential – you know, NLCS, you know, battle going down the road as, as you know, Padres spent all that money getting all these players there. And, and we could tell by the last series that there's really starting to build this kind of rivalry that uh, is intense, you know. So you got to think that the Dodgers 
in LA, their bats are going to show up. They're very talented on the offensive side. So you got to, you got to start seeing those numbers kind of, you know, creep up here. So in terms of, of baseball, Dan, because I know that Sunday we talk basketball. When basketball ends, are we going to slide right into football? What are we going to do on Saturday night? When basketball ends, we'll slide right into baseball. Okay. Uh, we'll start doing we'll start doing some DFS baseball up until the football season starts. So we, we will be dabbling in baseball during the summertime. By, by, by that point, the, the easy sports data will definitely be fine too. I mean, it's only been a week for it, but it's a pretty good week. You know, I got nothing but green. I don't like red. When it comes to my account, my sports betting account online, I don't like red days. I understand red days are part of the, the game. And you gotta, you really, if you're only getting paid, like Wes does the same thing, he, we cash out on Mondays, and, and until Monday, it ain't over. But it's it's nice when you see those greens because it just means you're you're in tune with whatever you're betting, and that's really the key is is you get into a rhythm with these teams, and that's why we talk about you have to watch it, and, and it's hard to do live action when you're not watching because you don't know why what happened happened. It could have been a fluke play. It could have been an injury. I, I, you know, I'll never forget the one time I never checked the weather and I had the over in, in a game. And when I turned it on, the wind was blowing 60 miles an hour and the rain was going sideways. <laughs> and the final score was like six to three. I think they, they missed the, they Somebody hit a field goal, but the one guy missed the extra point. And that was so you're the, talking about that Cleveland Browns game. They had like a stretch of three weeks, which is horrendous uh, weather up there in Cleveland. Just but uh, other than that, let's uh, let's start with John. John, tell them how they can find you. Uh, GMF Sports Consultants on Instagram, GMF Sports Betting on Facebook. Uh, you can also find us on the web browser, internet, GMFSportsConsultants.com. Any questions that you have, feel free to reach out on any of those platforms. And if you're at SportsBettingWeeklyLive.com, checking out the show. So here, here's how it works. If it's 5 of 9 where you are, it's almost time for the loud mouths. They're going to come next. That's in New York. You got it. So wherever you are, you ask yourself, what time is it in New York? And if it's 5 at night, then this is live, and you're catching it live. But tomorrow, if it's after that, any other time, go to sportsbettingweeklive.com, and then you can go to the top. And one of the tabs is cash tickets page. And that's where you can hook up with John, too, and he'll give you some of his plays. You can hang around. Basically, you hang around with him for the weekend. I guarantee it's worth your time and definitely worth your money. Well, Dan, what about you? Uh, you can check me out at BellyUpMDFF Show on social media. We always keep it open for you guys all year long for fantasy football questions that we can help you out with. And we'll be live tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Uh, tomorrow, Chris and I are going to be doing a theoretical exercise. We're going to be doing a first-round mock draft, but only drafting fantasy-relevant players. So only drafting quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends which will give us the opportunity to talk about these players in specific locations. Uh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of fun because it's not actually going to happen, but uh, it kind of gives us an idea of like, if these guys land in certain spots, what would their fits be? So it's going to allow us to do that as we head into the NFL draft week. All right, before we go, I am also going to uh, hop on the over in the Rangers game for the third period at plus 139. It's two and a half. The over was six and a half for the game. Um, I'm looking for it basically to uh, to get three goals in that uh, last 20 minutes, and we'll see what happens. You can check me out, of course, uh, at Second Half Chaz on Twitter. But more importantly, in uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll update the clock in about 48 hours. Dan and 
I will at least be talking again. Because uh, I and I really I've always appreciated the visits. Uh, remember, uh, I'm second half jazz. Always be casual. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.